Get ready to be transformed. Transformed in your spirit, soul, body, finances, in all areas of your life. As a catalyst, Leanne is passionate about helping you step into your potential and fulfill your deep-seated dreams. If you desire your optimal kingdom upgrade, then this podcast is for you. So grab a notebook and welcome to The Transformational Coach with your host, Leanne Goff. Hey, friend, Leanne Goff, The Transformational Coach here. Hope you are having a great, great day. I always love coming uh, and spending a little time with you, hanging out with you. Uh, I know some of you may be driving your car or you know, folding clothes, washing dishes, or you're at your office. Uh, maybe it's your lunch break and you're tuning into this. Um, bottom line, uh, thanks for joining me. And I hope what I'm going to share with you today really uh, encourages you and is a blessing to you. Um, actually, I want to start a few weeks series right now. One of my greatest passions in ministry, in life, well, God's my passion, then my husband, my kids, my six grandkids. And then I really, really love my coaching business. I get to coach, you know, um, on a team with thousands of people and I love, love what I do. But what I really, one of the things, two of the things I get up every single day and just such have such a passionate drive for is nations. I've been to 34 nations. Um, and you might think, oh, wow, that's a lot of nations. Well, there's actually about 210, 250 nations, uh, depending on who you ask in the world. So I still have a lot more to go, but yeah, I've been to 34 nations and then I love equipping and empowering leaders. I love, I love, I love, I thrive on this. I love people who are like, Hey, can you help me train me to be a leader? Cause I've had, God has put some most incredible, incredible people in my life over the years that have trained me, that have helped me, that have come alongside of me to be a powerful leader, um, you know, just an effective leader. And uh, now, was it always easy? No, I went through testings. I went through stretching. I went through, oh me, oh my. I mean, I went through a lot of, you know, that training for raining stuff. Um, but I'm thankful that people, God put people in my life to help me do that. And that's what I love helping other people. I like to go in and pull the gold out of them. I like to, you know, look at them and go, you know, man, you, you, you're awesome at this. or You do really amazing at this or whatever. And bring encouragement and hope to them. In fact, in our coaching business, we actually call ourselves hope dealers because we want to bring hope to other people. Uh, we just want to be there and to bless them. And um, yeah, that there'd be just the best of them that they could ever be. So we're going to be going through a few weeks of a series right now, basically empowering leaders. And we're going to break it down to different subjects, different titles in that midst of um, empowering leaders. Um, and hopefully that's something that you really want to want to do. You want to be, you want to be a powerful leader. You really, and then you want to help others be powerful leaders. Um, I'm not talking about prideful leaders. I'm talking about powerful leaders that know who they are and whose they are uh, and what they're called to do and that they can shift um, uh, atmospheres. They can shift nations, cultures. I mean, they can really go in there for the kingdom of God and really make an impact and a difference for his kingdom. So where we're going to start at today is actually one of my favorite subjects and it's identity to destiny. This is something I had to learn. Identity is to know who I am and who's I am, because actually for many, many, many years, even as a woman of God, I was an orphan. I was so orphaned. Okay. Um, but I had to learn who I was, I had to come and step into that revelation of who I was and whose I was so they can do what I was called to do. So identity, knowing who you are and whose you are, so you can fulfill your destiny, what you're actually put on this, this planet to do. And so um, there's a scripture in Romans 8, 19 that says, for the anxious longing of creation waits eagerly, like eagerly, like expectantly, excitedly uh, for the revealing of the sons 
of God. And that word sons in the Greek, I'm going to slaughter it because I never took Greek, but it's huios, H-U-O-I-S. Somebody out there is going, oh, this is the way you say it, Leanne. Come on. Um, okay. And uh, you've got it. Okay. H-U-O-I-S. I'm going to spell it for you. It's the mature. That word sons in the, in the Greek means mature. So revealing, um, eagerly waiting for the mature sons of God to come forth. Guys, are we in um, some really... Um, like the whole earth is moaning and groaning for the revealing of the sons and gods right now. I mean, like, is there a lot of travailing going on in the earth right now? I mean, lots over the last couple of years, it's just been like, every time you turn around, there's something like going on and the earth is, and I really believe at the end of the day, this is what the earth is doing. It's like you were brought from the earth out of God's heart and his mind and you were created from dust in the beginning. You know, that's where Adam came from created from dust. And then of course Eve was from his side. Um, and you know what? Um, you've got a purpose and you've got a plan. And the earth is in such travail because we were called as God's sons and daughters to have to reign and rule with authority and power from the kingdom of God here on this earth. Like we were to take possession as sons and daughters of God, not as kings and pharaohs and all this other stuff, but as God's sons and daughters, we are called to bless the earth, to rule and reign from a kingdom perspective, from heaven to earth here on, um, you know, for, for the kingdom of God. And so uh, it says, therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. Again, that word, H-U-O-I-S in the Greek, mature. You are a son, a mature son. And if a son, then is an heir through God. So in other words, Guys, we are not slaves. We are not servants. I've said this before. We are sons and some of us still need to grow up. Okay. And then there's others of us. We have gone through the training for reigning. We've gone through the testings and we have reached maturity. Okay. Like my daughter and my son, they have their own families. They're mature. I don't have to be telling them what to do, you know, how to do their, their finances or how to raise their kids or, you know, now we're there for them if they ask us questions, but we're not happy to tell them every day, you should be doing this or do that. Or why did you do that? No, they are mature, um, uh, mature son and daughter. It's the same way we are with God. I know I'm, I'm not bragging here. I I'm matured. I'm a mature daughter. I went through a lot of training for reigning, a lot of testings to get to the place I am in maturity. But we still have a lot of Christians. They are still not mature. They they're still um, they still have to drink the milk. They're not ready for the meat um, because they've not grown up. So the earth is moaning and groaning for the mature sons and daughters of God to rise up in their identity, knowing whose they are and who, who they are and whose they are, so they can fulfill their destiny to reign and rule with all glory and power and honor here on earth for the kingdom of God. Um, let me, you know, in my podcast before I talked about um, test versus, versus temptation, and I told you in that podcast that, you know, God doesn't tempt. He says that he doesn't tempt Satan tempts, but God will test us. And but also when we go through temptation, um, it could turn into a testing. We will we we pass the test of temptation. That's the bottom line. And I talked about eight tests that we go through. There are more, but these are the main ones. And it's out of Joseph. It's his life. It's the the pride test, the pit test, um, the uh, purity test, the palace test, the prosperity test, the pardon test. The um, oh my gosh, there's there's eight of them. I, I I can't remember the rest of them if there were if I didn't call out eight. But anyway, we're gonna talk so you can go back and listen to that one on those eight tests. 
Um, but we're going to break down just for a minute what test, the definition of test is and what temptation is. Because as sons and daughters, we will go through the training for reigning. We will go through test, all right? So test is something that manifests a person's true character, qualifying to steward their inheritance for the kingdom, fulfilling their destiny. God wants to give his sons and daughters an inheritance. Like, Jesus had his inheritance. Okay. We're in his inheritance. And then he gave us the keys of the kingdom. I did a podcast on that not too long ago, the keys of the kingdom. We need to know how, what those keys are, how to utilize them to, in order to, and keys lock and unlock how to unlock as it is in heaven and unlock as it is in heaven. I think I said that right. Lock and unlock as it is in heaven. And so, but it is for our purpose and our destiny here is to represent the kingdom of God here on earth, to represent our, our God, that he's a good father, He's a great dad. He's got our backs and he loves, he loves, he loves um, his sons and daughters. Okay. So test is something that manifests a person's true care to qualifying to steward their inheritance of the kingdom, fulfilling their destiny. Remember where this is about identity to destiny, identity, knowing who you are and whose you are, your beloved son, your beloved daughter, who your father's well pleased with for your destiny, your purpose, your assignment here on earth, temptation attempts to destroy a person's character, ultimately destroying their destiny. So a test is to build up our character. Temptation is to destroy our character. Okay. Test builds up our character. Temptation is out to destroy our character. All right. Okay. So going on um, the kingdoms. Okay. We're going to talk about the kingdoms for a minute, our inheritance. Okay. The devil took Jesus to a high mountain and so showed him all the kingdoms. These are within the kingdom. So there are kingdoms within the kingdom of God. He says, and their glory. And he said to Jesus, all these things I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. Of course, we know Jesus didn't have to do that. He already owned all the kingdoms of the kingdom. Okay. He already owned them all. They were already his. And that is our inheritance. The kingdoms of this world are our inheritance as God's sons and daughters. All right. Jesus is our savior. He's our Lord. He's our Messiah, but he's also our brother that sticks closer than a friend. All right. So God, our inheritance where we know who we are and who's we are in our identity. Our destiny is to receive our inheritance reigning and ruling from heaven to earth, um, heaven here on earth. Um, and then we've got the, uh, the kingdoms of the kingdom. Um, <clears throat> the second test of sonship it, and that was Jesus first test of sonship to receive his inheritance, um, in the kingdoms of this world. The second test of sonship um, is in Matthew 27, 33, truly, this was the son of God. Like this was like, Jesus was really the son of God. And it says, and the devil said to him, if you're the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. And Jesus said, no, I don't need to. I know who I am and whose I am because when I got baptized by John and I went down in the water and I came up, there was a dove that landed on me. And then I heard a voice out of heaven that said, you're my beloved son who I'm well pleased with. So I know who I am and whose I am. And I know what I'm called to do. And for my father here on this earth, friend, do you know what you're called to do? Do you know who you are and whose you are? And do you know what your destiny is? Do you know your identity? Listen, your identity is not a pastor. Your identity is not an evangelism or a worship leader. Your identity is not even a mother or a, a, a wife or, you know, your identity is not a, you know, a health coach. You know, your identity is a beloved son, a beloved daughter. That's your identity. Those other things are what you do. Your identity is a beloved son, a beloved daughter who is called to reign and rule on earth. That's our, our destiny to represent the kingdom of God here on earth, reigning and ruling and bringing 
uh, holding, having the keys of the kingdom and unlocking and locking according to, uh, to what's um, in heaven. All right. So inheritance, let's talk about inheritance for a minute. Then Samuel took the flask of oil. All right. Because Jesus had, we, he had an inheritance. Where is inheritance? The kingdoms of the kingdom are his inheritance. And we're part of that. And then we have an inheritance. So inheritance, like then Samuel took the flask of oil. This is about Saul um, in the, in, in the Old Testament, uh, and poured it on his head, kissed him and said, has not the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance, over his inheritance. The Israelites was part of the kingdom. Okay. Part of those kingdoms. And like he saw was being anointed by Samuel. Like he's given you an inheritance, um, Saul, and it is Israel steward Israel. Well, we all have things. God's calling us to steward and steward. Well, how well are you stewarding? How well are you stewarding your finances? How well are you stewarding your marriage? How well are you stewarding your family? How well are you stewarding, um, you know, your relationships? How well are you stewarding your health? Like right there, how well are you stewarding your health? We need to be wise stewards of our health. And so those are things that God has given us gifts. He's given us inheritance. He's given us and then it says, you will come. This is the first assignment that Saul was given after he was anointed king. This is his inheritance. Okay. Samuel tells him, you will come to the hill of God, a mountain where the Philistine garrison, this is in verse five of first Samuel 10, where the Philistine garrison is. And it shall be as soon as you have come there to the city that you will meet a group of prophets coming down from the high place with harp, tambourine, flute, and lyre, lyre um, before them, and they will be prophesying. What happened is that hill, that mountain, had been taken over by the Philistines. All right. That was God's mountain because he says, You will come to the hill of God. This is what Saul, Samuel tells Saul. You will come to the hill of God. That's God's hill, it's his mountain. Uh, I won't go into the seven spheres or seven mountains. I have a whole teaching on that. I was actually personally trained a few years ago by Lance Wild now as a seven mountain consultant. Um, but you'll come to the hill of God. It's God's hill. But the Philistines had taken it over. And we see that in our society today. Media. It's God's media. The Philistines took it over. Education. It's God's education. Government. That, these are all gods. Those are all from the kingdom of God. Um, but the enemy has come in and he is taking control of them. It is our responsibility, our destiny as sons and daughters in our identity to go back and take these, the, the inheritance back, go back and take these mountains, these spheres of influence back. And so what happens when Saul gets to the, the mountain, here comes the prophets down and the worshipers, and they are prophesying and they're playing the harp and the tambourine and the flute and the, and the lyre or lyre, however you say it. Um, and they're, they are so as we go in and take these, these mountains and these spheres, that worship goes before us. We worship and worship weakens the enemy, tears down the enemy so that we can go into these places um, and take the, our inheritance back, take God's inheritance back, okay? And then the seven mountains or seven spheres, as mature sons, we carry the kingdom of God and can release it to those we encounter. So we can go into these spheres and these places, whether it's government, education, um, family, the church, um, if it is um, finances, um, arts, media, entertainment. And as we carry the kingdom of God and represent his kingdom, we can go in there and basically we can leave the kingdom of God. I do that. Like I can go into a, 
to Cuba and I can leak the kingdom of God. I can go into a governmental office and I can leak the kingdom of God. I don't have to say, hey, I'm a representative king of God here and, you know, turn a burn. No, I can go in and covertly leak the kingdom of God and win people's hearts, honor them, love them without a without a hook, without compromise and um, leak the kingdom of God and begin to influence that sphere, that culture, and shift it for the um, for the kingdom of God. Um, so it says, until you conquer the mountains of, listen to this, this is good. Until you conquer the mountain of you, you'll never conquer any other mountain. So there's some of you that are out there like, man, I want the mountain of government. I want the mountain of finances. I want the mountain of education. I want the mountain of arts and media and or entertainment. But you need, have you conquered you first? You have to conquer you before you can conquer those mountains we're called to conquer and receive our inheritance. Again, conquering you, knowing who you are and whose you are. A beloved son, a beloved daughter. Don't try to be a title because titles come and go. Your identity as God's son or daughter will never, ever leave. It'll, it's, it's, it's fixed. It's fixed. All right. Um, and so basically, friend, that's what I wanted to share with you today is that, um, you know, walking in our identities as God's beloved sons and daughters, and the whole earth is moaning and groaning for the revelation, the revealing, the release of God's sons and daughters. That's really what's going on today. That's what's going on today because the earth is not being occupied with authority by God's sons and daughters. So it's in travail. It's in mixed emotions. It's really because God created the earth for his sons and daughters to reign and rule on. And that's not prevailing right now, but you know what? I'm declaring it will. I'm declaring that God's sons and daughters are waking up in this hour. We are coming forth knowing who we are and whose we are. I'm not talking about his, his prophets are rising up and his pastors are rising up and his worship leaders are rising up and his evangelists are rising up and his teachers are rising up. That's all good. But I'm talking about his sons and daughters are the ones that reign in rule and authority because they know who they are and whose they are. And they're on an assignment for the kingdom of God to fulfill their destiny uh, for God's purposes. So friend, I hope this bless you today. I hope this is a series, um, that I'm bringing to you about empowering leaders. Um, I'll be bringing more as the weeks move on, uh, because I desire that you know who you are and whose you are, and that you are able to fulfill your assignment, your destiny here on earth. Um, and that you will be a powerful leader again, not a prideful leader, but a powerful leader knowing how to lock and unlock with the keys of the kingdom, uh, what God has called you to lock and unlock according to what is locked and unlocked in heaven. Hope that makes sense. If you, uh, if you're like, well, I'm not sure I understand that, then go back and listen to my previous podcast on the keys of the kingdom. So, all right, friend, blessing you right now. I'm going to sign off. If this has been a blessing to you, I love the subject identity to destiny. In fact, I want to just want to say that a few years ago, I wrote two books. One is a Christian life without father, God, Amazing, amazing book. You can find it at ministries.org. Um, and it's got great statistics in it. It's got my story in it. And, you know, I just saw God as the father, our father. I never saw him as my father, my dad, and how God revealed himself to, to me as my dad. And uh, I was always looking for the missing piece. And he was the missing piece. Um, and then I wrote another book after that called um, um, A Journey to Your Identity. Basically knowing who you are and whose you are so you can fulfill what you're called to do. Um, it's a 30-day devotional, actually. A lot, I've had churches buy that book and the whole church goes through it. I've had people read it six or seven times. They actually say, you're mothering me through this book. This is amazing. Um, it's got, it's incredible. 30-day devotional, seriously, people just love it. You will love it, I promise you. And so um, that will help you basically um, create a revelation, understanding and apply 
who you are as God's beloved son and daughter and what you are called to do for his kingdom and his glory. So, all right, if this has blessed you, please share it with a friend, a coworker, family member, and then subscribe to the podcast, Leanne Goff, the transformational coach. And, um, and then, uh, yeah. And then share it with somebody and then rate us too. Okay. All right, friends signing off for now, Leanne Goff, the transformational coach. Thank you for listening to The Transformational Coach with Leanne Goff. You can find out more about Leanne and her resources on her website, leannegoffministries.org, as well as her Instagram at leannegoffministries. If you've enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends, and don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen.